Yo, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. This is your podcast for everything anime and anime related. And yo, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, Black Friday, or just had a nice time off with your family, friends, and whatever. But yeah, man, we're back. We got all our energy back. We're hype, bro. I'm full as fuck, bro. I fucking hate so much, bro. Owen, bro, did you eat good, bro? Yo, I just ate right before recording this, bro. That's the funny part. I am stuffed from the weekend and from now. Like, I literally just ate, bro. Bro, if you don't stop smiling, bro, I might have to stuff you, bro. Hey, you no, no, play. pause, boss. Oh, my God. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All jokes aside, um, let's uh let's introduce our sponsor. All right, Owen, that's all you, bro. I got you. I got you. So, <clears throat> one sec. Honestly, now that I'm I'm on cam, I can do an actual representation of what's going on. <laughs> so funny. I'll see. give you guys a sneak peek to what we're about to release very, very soon. You guys are the only one who has who have seen this. No one else has has seen this before. So this is our touch grass keycap set. So what DropClick is is basically it's a company based on desk setups and mouse pads. If you want to upgrade your setup, make it look nice, it's a place that you spend a majority of your day. So making your environment better will always, you know, create more productivity and just you'll want to stay there for longer. That's what DropClick is. Instead of having a black and white, you know, boring desk setup, change your desk setup, uh, change your mouse pad and keycap and give your, you know, environment the, the upgrade it needs and use code anime plus for 10% off. Facts, facts. Code will be in the description. Link will be there as well. But yeah, let's get into I, the video. What's I know mad people need need to touch grass. So look, <laughs> this uh, is what it is. <laughs> I told you this before. That idea is fire, bro. Like, yeah. mad funny, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys probably guessed by the title of this video that we're going to be going over the 20 richest mangaka and I guess in history, all time history. So obviously we already know who's going to be at the top. If you guys want to take a second pause and, you know, jot down your top five, but I, it's it's pretty obvious, which who's going to be number one. Um, we went over like some news not too long ago and we went through like the hunt, like the best selling manga of all time. And, you know, some of those names are going to be there. So I mean, pretty good. Uh, Owen, I already, you already saw the list. So, I mean, I, I would have you guess it, but you already know, right? I mean, I'm already happy with the list. Yeah, you already know why i'm already happy there's a big context clue right there bro you feel me it's a huge context clue (laughs) let's get into it bro all right so coming in at number 20 we got george morikawa he is the author of hajime no ipo which is still going on Uh, it's it's been almost 20 years or if not been more than 20 years since hajime no ipo started so that's a manga that we also covered that went over 100 million in sales so seeing him at number 20 it's pretty fire man Damn, yo, 20 years of straight goatness kind of reminds me of One Piece, but yo, I mean, the, the man deserves his pay, bro. 20 years going on in the same anime, it's that's literally like only One Piece and a couple of others have done it. Yeah. It's crazy how these, these mangakas can really keep a story going on for 20 years. It's it's wild to me because a lot of shows and a lot of uh like even the longer shows like Game of Thrones, nowhere near 10 years, like like prison break nowhere near 10 years but the fact that like these mangaka mangaka can make these long uh series it's just insane to me and the thing is they connect whatever is going on 
in the twentieth year to the first year to the fifty yeah. year to it's 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 just mind blowing, honestly. Yeah, I know you haven't watched this series or read it, but this is probably one of my favorite sports series of all time, and it's crazy because kind of like how you said, like how is it still going for twenty years? It's such a niche like genre, like boxing. Literally, it's so niche, but they're able to do so much with it. They obviously have um, Ipo, who's the main character, but they also have another boxer that's in his gym that it's kind of like a big brother type i mean he's like a dickhead big brother big brother but like he has his own boxing matches he's in a different division and it, it's it's kind of cool how the story kind of goes side by side and i know we haven't had the anime in a long time but either way seeing this guy george morikawa number 20 is it's fire man because i love the series i mean great series my man deserves to get paid but yeah, let's get to the next one all right, so coming in at number 19. Oh, I should probably see how much they're worth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. All right, so number 20, George Morikawa is worth one to three million. That's his estimated net worth. Damn, bro. Honestly, that's not much, right? That's I expect it to be way more because I feel like writers out here get paid way more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, what I don't understand is if you're able to sell a hundred million copies of your manga. And it has an anime, bro. You should be worth more than that. I don't know if it's a like paid description or like I don't know what's going on here, bro. Yeah, maybe it just doesn't translate. Yeah. Um, like it does out here in the U.S., where like an author would gain get way more, especially if they had a TV show, bro. They would be swimming in dough. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just that maybe there's a lot of competition in anime, and there's too much supply. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, but nevertheless, I mean, the, the dude made an amazing piece. Facts, facts. All right, so coming in number 19, worth five to six million estimated is Keisuke Itagaki. He is the mangaka, the author of Baki the Grappler. Damn, Baki, bro. It's a funny ass story, bro. <laughs> so, boys, when, uh, when A-Ray uh, pulled up to New York this last time, uh, we went to go, we went to a coffee shop. And it was funny as hell because I actually Baki walked behind a person and didn't even realize what was going on, bro. It was the first time I tried it. And it was funny as hell. But yeah, Baki in general, is, it's it's a phenomenal show. It's on Netflix. And how much is the guy worth? Five to six mil. So five times, uh, could be around five times more than George Morikawa. Dude, honestly, I wonder if it's a Netflix effect. Yeah, it could be. Honestly, anything on Netflix just firstly blows up. Secondly... Because Netflix is such a like big player in the game, they probably pay a lot for for anime, you know, and it, and the proceeds, a bit of the proceeds, definitely go to the actual creator of the manga. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I really haven't watched Baki, so I can't say if it's a good or bad show. Yeah. I just saw the trend on TikTok, so I had to join in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that was too funny though. I'm not gonna lie, man. Bro, I don't know how this dude never gets caught or what. Uh, I want to see when he gets caught, bro, because, bro, sometimes he does it with, like, three or four people. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, at once, there's three people behind a singular dude. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, let's get to the next one. All right, so coming in at number 18, worth estimated around 5 to $8 million is Ken Wakui. He is the mangaka, the author of Tokyo Revengers. So, yeah. Damn, bro. Damn. And well, how much is he worth? He's worth five to eight million. Damn. So, so what I'm noticing is mm-hmm. that the anime that have basically the first author that made one to three mil, yeah, paved the way 
for these guys yeah. to make more money because anime before wasn't that big of a uh of an industry itself especially in the US so them having to grind for like i would say 10 years mm-hmm. like would equal to like 2 to 3 years now because of how much people consume anime now mm-hmm. but yeah Tokyo Revengers itself it's a wonderful anime i watched the first season it was amazing i was in the middle of the second season i still need to finish it yeah there's way too much stuff going on but yeah Tokyo Revengers is is crazy but i don't think it's on netflix right no it's not on netflix it's on um hulu disney plus oh okay that that makes sense that makes sense i think anything on a major streaming platform now will mm-hmm. get you a, a a good amount yeah um just to kind of backtrace on some of the things that we were saying he's sold about 70 million copies so nowhere near the 100 million by george morikawa but 70 million is still really impressive so i could see it yeah i mean 70 million in how many years was that I, dude, I don't I don't think the series has been out more than 10 years. Probably not even more than seven, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even that long. It hasn't even been that long. So, yeah. the fact that he made that much, you know, props to, props to my dude. Yeah. And it's and the series is finished, too, which is crazy. Oh, the manga's finished? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. All right. But yeah. Let's... <laughs> Jinx, bro. Jinx. <laughs> but yeah, let's get to the next one, bro. All right. So, coming in at number 17 is Yoichi Takahashi who's worth estimated around six million dollars um he is the creator the author the mangaka of captain subasa this is like one of the og sports manga it's literally like it's like one of the founding fathers of sports anime it's a soccer anime it's something that came out like so long ago probably honestly before me and you were born i don't know exactly off the top of my head but i mean if you look at the animation you can kind of tell <laughs> it's like super old I know they're still coming out with like a series, like a new anime for it. It's one of those coming of age stories where you can kind of see the main character grow and like over time. So, yeah, I know that it has 90 million in sales. So it's definitely, I don't know. I feel like longevity definitely has a lot to do with this one, though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen two authors now that have been going on for about 20 years or like more than, yeah, more than 20 years. So it's firstly, it's crazy to see that there's, you know, Already in the top, the bottom five, we've already seen, you know, two uh, anime that's over 20 years. But just generally, uh, longevity definitely does play a, a huge factor when it comes to revenue building over a long time. And one thing I just want to say quickly is we're we're getting a lot of sports manga in here. This is like the third one. Damn, bro. I mean, yo, I'm not even that big of a sports fan. I don't think too many anime fans are time that crazy about sports. But, you know, when you find a niche, you definitely find... A lot of, um, you know, crazy fans, as in people that will continue to watch your stuff because it is the only thing there. So, right. yeah, I mean, shout out to the guys that go into the niches. Yeah, thanks, thanks. All right, so coming in at number 16 with an estimated net worth of 6 to $10 million is Kohei Horikoshi. He's the author mangaka of My Hero Academia. Damn, bro. My hero, mid-hero is getting that much? Jeez. Here's my theory on that. First of all, he has 85 million in sales, the copy sold. So that's a huge number. Yeah. Like obviously, the anime is on like season seven or something like that. But he also has so many movies and like spinoffs and just so many things that goes with my hero. I feel like that that's really got to do something with, you know, boosting the numbers up here for him. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm not the biggest My Hero fan, mm-hmm. I know there are 
so many people that fell in love with the show, yeah. Issa included. Shout out my boy. Yeah. Um, but generally, yeah, a lot. I think because our big three was a bit different. You know, when we were growing up, yeah. there's so many kids that watch anime that are um around like anywhere from the ages of like nine to fifteen that just are anime. And my hero is one that they'll pick up immediately. Also. If I, like honestly, if I'm putting my son or daughter onto an anime and mm-hmm. they're very young, I'll put them onto my hero because there's nothing really, it's not really sexualized. It's it's a very like family friendly show. Yeah. I know obviously, like Deku goes into his uh, vigilante mode later on, but still, it's it, there's no there's nothing really too crazy about it. I think it's the perfect show for kids, and that's why it has such a good mass appeal. Yeah, no, hundred percent, and I can see this one. Easy, I can see him easily surpassing like an even higher net worth. Because first of all, series not over. Second of all, there's gonna be so many spinoffs, manga licensing to like toys and merch and apparel. It's it's gonna go crazy, man. Oh, true. I'd even take that into account, bro. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go into like any type of um like anime store or like a uh, Spencer's or whatever, right? Yeah. There is so much My Hero merch, it's insane. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, that's also a factor. The fact that, like, because anime is so big now, they can make a lot of revenue from uh, merch merch and whatnot. But before, they really couldn't because there was no such thing as that, and it wasn't really that popular. So right. what I'm seeing is there's more ways to gain revenue, and also um, there's a bigger audience for that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. So like, this would definitely help the newer gen manga because obviously make more money. Yeah, we'll get to the next one. It's the next one, right? All right. So coming in at number fifteen with an estimated net worth of ten million dollars, we got Yasuhisa Hara. He's a mangaka of Kingdom. Kingdom is one of the older manga slash animes out there. Obviously, the anime has not lived up to the manga's expectations and hype. But we talked about this in the earlier pod. We talked about it in our uh, new segment last week, actually. This manga has just surpassed 100 million copies sold. So obviously it's doing something right if it's able to sell that much. And that's probably why this guy's worth so much. Yeah, so 100 million copies sold. How how long has it been going on for? Uh, it's been quite a while. I don't. I think it came out after One Piece, but not too much after. Damn, so another like 20-year anime. Yeah. Sheesh, bro. Is it done? No, it's still going on, man. If you look at the weekly sales for uh like specific manga volumes, Kingdom's always in the top 50. Like Kingdom, One Piece, JJK, like though obviously those basic ones, they're literally always in the top 50 every single week. It's crazy. It's honestly crazy. Kingdom is still up there. I mean, this is why my boys has this much um, you know, earned throughout his career. And also, like, damn, bro, 20. I just respect anyone that gives their projects like this is a singular project you know obviously anime like there's a manga that make multiple man- mangas but if there is one manga that goes on for this long you know, it's just commendable bro and I, I thank anyone who takes their time out to really give us that type of content you know shout out mm-hmm. All right, I mean uh... I, I haven't really watched Kingdom so I can't say how good it yeah. is but still the respect is still there a hundred percent. I mean, it's it's literally a manga about like warring states in China. It's so niche and like so unique, and it's popping off like that. That's that's honestly really impressive. I'm not gonna lie. All right, yo, yeah. let's like get into the next one. 
All right, so coming in at number 14, we have an estimated net worth of $10 million, and it is Naoko Tak. Takuchi, and she is the mangaka of Sailor Moon. Obviously, Sailor Moon is like a billion dollar franchise. It's huge. Um, there's on it's all right. Let me put it this way: if you think Dragon Ball was one of the biggest franchises when you were growing up, Sailor Moon was right there with it. I would say most of the boys growing up would watch Dragon Ball, and most of the girls would end up watching Sailor Moon. You know, obviously, boys can watch both, and girls can watch both too, but. Sailor Moon was really popping like that, even here in the States, which is actually really crazy. And yeah, I mean, almost 50 million copies sold. You see this. I don't know. I don't know if you know what Sailor Moon looks like, the main character. It's like this blonde girl, long hair. She's super strong. Like that specific figure, that character is seen everywhere. I, I believe it was one of the Olympic mascots, too. So huge, huge franchise. Her individual net worth is $10 million. I know she's married to the, the manga club Hunter Hunter. And so obviously both of them combined would be a lot higher than that. But yeah, huge. Damn, bro. Uh, I mean, I have never watched Sailor Moon. Can't really talk about the anime itself. But the fact that, um, first of all, let's give a round of applause. This is the first um, female manga on the list. And and the fact that yo she is she married to the guy that made Hunter Hunter that's insane bro right, imagine insane. imagine the the work life balance bro they just go home and they're just yeah yo let me watch your anime yo let me watch your your work it's crazy bro that that would be insane right imagine right. like working together having similar staff it's like yo it's just it just works so well that both of them do manga together but yeah Sailor Moon huge um. Huge anime and manga within the industry, and it deserves a place. It deserves its place to be here. Facts. Quick fun fact before we move on to the next one. She's actually helping out um the manga cup Hunter Hunter finish out that series of Hunter Hunter just because obviously he's in poor health, he's aging and whatnot. So it's kind of cool. It's a it's a husband-wife collab and they're working on a series together. I think that's pretty fire. Oh damn, she's going in and and doing she's this. Helping him, yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember us talking about that, but I didn't know she was a Sailor Moon um a manga girl, bro that's actually crazy it's crazy that's right? fire yeah i mean bro let's get it bro i'm trying to get some new hunter hunter content out and if she could do it god bless her right right all right yo let's get into number 13 so coming in at number 13 with an estimated net worth of 10 to 12 million dollars we got gege akutami who is the mangaka of jjk obviously that's not his real name or her real name nobody really knows what he or she looks like or what their real name is but either way, 10 to 12 million for one of the new gen anime is honestly really impressive. Damn, I mean, JJK, bro, I, I was just watching it last couple days ago with my cousin. Insane, bro. You've been keeping up. Uh, have you read the manga or are you keeping up to, with the anime? Honestly, bro, I'm a little behind in the anime. I figured I'd just let it finish and then I'll binge it. But yeah. No, I mean, I, I literally watched the whole like part of the first season till that point last week. But yo, JJK is honestly my favorite. Um, uh, not my favorite. Uh, Black Clover is my favorite, but um, I can't, I can't give Black Clover everything since they're not. It's not coming back. You know yeah. what I mean? Nice. They took away such a good like anime for me, and I've always regarded it as the best new gen. But if I were to pick a runner up, it would definitely be JJK. Like JJK, nice storyline. I mean, I know before I said like, um, JJK really went through my head, and I didn't like you know uh watch it with too much focus and whatnot mm -hmm. but i rewatched it and i gotta say like i love itadori as a character um obviously there's some flaws here and there we 
that's a whole different topic. But just generally, JJK, the fighting, the story, everything is is elite. And I think this second season really changed my my view on how JJK is. It's an amazing show and it deserves to be here. Bro, there's so much there's so much Go, uh, JJK merch too because of Gojo. Like Gojo is such a likable character yeah. that I always see Gojo merch and whenever I go into into a shop, I always see little like Gojo plushies and, and stuff like that. So um again, as 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 these newer anime come out and these newer mangas are coming out, they have a better chance of making more revenue because yeah, industry is already built up. Also there's way more ways they can make money with licensing and and just you know selling their own products, whatever they gotta do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's get into the next one, bro. All right, so coming in at number 12 with an estimated net worth of 10 to 12 million dollars, we got Kochi Kame, the the sorry, the author of Kochi Kame, Osamu Akimoto. So this series in particular has been running from 1976 to 2016. So it's an absolute juggernaut of just longevity. So that pro- that's probably why it's on here. Not to mention they sold 160 million copies. So, damn, yeah. longevity. 160, bro. Insane. Is that that's the most we've seen so far, right? Uh, as far as this list, yeah, it's the most. Damn, bro, 160 copies. My man is is a lot ahead of everybody else that we've seen. Yeah. Again, longevity plays a huge part. Uh, more than 20 years on this on this one again. Dude, it's 1976 to 2016. Oh, my God, bro. 40 years? Is that 40 years? Yeah, it's 40 years, man. God damn. God damn, two of me, bro. Literally, like, god damn. I mean, I didn't even know they made anime back then. Man was making anime before I was even conceived, before I was even a thought. (laughs) Like, dude was out here grinding. And is this still going on today? Nah, I think it's done. Um, 2016 must have ended. Ew, still, bro. That's insane, man. Like, that's two One Pieces going. <laughs> like, and, and people say One Piece is long. Come on now. <laughs> For real, man. But yeah, let's get into the next one, bro. All right. So, coming in at number 11 with an estimated net worth of 10 to 15 million dollars, we got Hiromi Arukawa. Her mangaka or her title is Full Metal Alchemist. Obviously, we we have a lot of controversial opinions <laughs> right here. We ain't going to go into all that, but nonetheless, it's definitely one of the most successful franchises of anime, uh, for better or worse. We we ain't going to say too much on that, but yeah, old bro, thoughts. I mean, all I'm gonna say is it appealed to a lot of people. Maybe not me and you, but it did appeal to a ton of people. So yes, it still deserves to be on this list. I think whoever whoever ranked it number one on that website played a huge factor in in making it so popular but because yeah. even though it's i'm just one example of of watching fmab just because it was number one but there's probably so many people that watch fmab because it's number one on i think was it my anime anime list or it was it was, it was on some... so many different ranking lists but yeah my anime list is the main one in my opinion yeah like because it was number one on that so many people watched it shout out to that guy too i mean the Mm -hmm. dude blew it up but just generally i still see so many people advocate for the show so many people love it like bro the fans for fmab will literally slaughter you if you don't like it it's kind of it's crazy bro it is it is for sure but yeah she deserves uh the spot to be here and hell yeah yeah of course she has some other smaller series too but fma is the main one right here 
But yeah, let's uh, get into the next one. Coming in at number 10 with an estimated net worth of 13 to $15 million, we got Hirohiko Araki's JoJo Bizarre Adventure, obviously the entire franchise. So yeah, that whole I, dynasty, bro. I mean, JoJo's, you came and there's nothing negative to really say about this. Man, like it's on Netflix, which is a huge thing. You know, yeah. there's so much uh, JoJo merch out there. People love anything JoJo. Um I enjoy JoJo. I did kind of fall off in the fourth season because it was going all over the place. But someone told me that it, it gets resolved at the end of the fourth season. So I might rewatch it. Um, might give another try. But just generally, FMAB fans are here. JoJo fans will kill you if you, if you don't like JoJo. So, like, sh- like those guys definitely, you know, um, support JoJo's and – that's definitely why it's such a it's it, it makes it made so much so much revenue. Yeah, fact. That's fair. That's facts. All right, let's get into the next one. So coming in number nine, we got an estimated net worth of twelve to twenty million dollars, and it is Takahiko Inoue, who is the mangaka of both Slam Dunk and Vagabond. First of all, Slam Dunk is huge. It's another sports series, basketball. This one just recently had a movie which popped off. I believe it's like top five or six in. Uh, like literally grow sales in japan and i believe it's airing here in the u.s too now so it might even move up on that list so that movie had a huge amount to do with its success with his success and obviously him getting higher net worth and then obviously vagabond is one of the best manga of all time with both of them combined it's 250 million copies sold both of those two series so damn bro that's crazy i mean 250 even those two shows it's still it's still insane that still averages out to be 125 which is still insane um i haven't watched either or i know my boy a ray's huge slam dunk fan um and whoever likes sports anime definitely first of all give slam slam dunk a try even though you know it's an old anime um still give it a try it's it's elite according to a ray and he has never lied about any recommendations so that's that uh but secondly i think uh what i'm noticing a lot too is uh mangakas that go into specific sports or like spe- very specific niches tend to do really well yeah I-, I don't know why but yeah you're right a lot of these guys on the list have, have exactly that i feel like it's it's the support that they get from from that from that community i feel like because there's no other alternative uh they really appreciate the work that's going into something that they love outside of anime that gets you know collaborated into anime basically Facts, facts. All right, so let's get into number eight. So coming in at number eight with an estimated net worth of 25 to 27 million, we got Masashi Kishimoto. You know who that is on? Masashi Kishimoto? No, I don't. Damn, bro. This is the creative Naruto. And Okay, okay, okay. I mean, bro, I, I don't know any mangaka names, bro. To be honest, I just learned about uh, Hajime Isayama. So like, <laughs> don't, don't come at me, bro. Okay. <laughs> but uh damn naruto naruto and boruto but especially naruto was was what is one of the biggest if not the biggest anime in uh in the u.s so i'm not surprised if anything i'm surprised they came in at number eight to be honest i would expect it i I would expect it to be more because bro if it comes to merch Uh naruto is just miles ahead of everybody like everybody wears naruto stuff everybody everybody refs naruto stuff Everybody watches Naruto. Everybody reads Boruto or watches Boruto. I mean, it's it's kind of insane. I think um, 
I think they fell off a bit with with Boruto. Not gonna lie, um, but just generally Naruto, one of the most goaded anime out there, mm-hmm. uh, a childhood favorite for most people, if not like literally everybody I ask, first anime Naruto. Any any for any any recommendations? I usually tell them to watch Naruto first. Uh, if they're a bit younger, then I'll tell them to watch My Hero. But still, Naruto is something that literally any age person can watch. I I watched Naruto at the age of twenty. So I, I watched it a bit later. It was still a good anime. Obviously, if I watched it when I was a bit younger, I think it would be even more appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And um, also, if I didn't watch One Piece first, I think it's, it would have been even more appealing to me. Yeah. But generally, um, it's a great anime. Fights were insane. Storyline was nice. Nothing you could can really complain about when it comes to Naruto. And, and just generally, everybody, even if they don't watch anime, they know Naruto. There's even kids that do this Naruto run in school, bro. They're trying to get lunch first. <laughs> you know who I'm talking yeah, about, right? I know what you're talking about. Still come five minutes early running like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah, I mean... But, so yeah. you know the, the one before this? um, The guy that made Slam Dunk and Vegabond? Yeah. I was glazing that dude. I was like, yo, 250 million copies of those two combined sold. Yeah. Naruto has that much itself. So that's just kind of how big Naruto is. And that's not including Boruto. So, Sheesh, I mean, yeah. Again, one of the biggest anime to ever come out. And he deserves a spot, if not higher, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, next one? Yep. All right, so coming in at number seven, we got an estimated net worth of $30 million. It is Yosh. Yoshihiro Togashi. He is the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho as well as Hunter Hunter. Jeez, bro. Hunter X Hunter, bro. That anime slash manga. For me, it's one of the best anime that I've ever watched in my life. And I'm just sad that it never came back. Hopefully his wife, you know, takes over and does a really good job. But the fact that he made two really good manga, usually, like, from the trend that I'm seeing is manga manga really make one, one really good right. one really really good anime that they could call theirs. But the fact is that this guy made two best selling animes and slash manga is it's kind of insane. I mean, shout out to this guy, mad respect, mad respect, and hopefully you get better, bro. Yeah, um, this is just a fun fact, and this is something I was gonna save to the next pod, the news one, but he released the ending of Hunter Hunter in case like something happens to him so like kind of like an alternate ending so yeah i just figured i'll throw that in there small little form fact but yeah let's get into the next one all right so yeah. coming in at, wait sorry what's up just just one little thing before yeah. uh you know how you said he created the uh, the ending already bro i was just talking uh, to my friend about this last week but if oda does not have the ending already written down and like you know like <laughs> If he dies, God forbid, but like if he dies before One Piece ends, bro, I'm gonna be so tired. <laughs> I know, me too, bro. Uh, I don't know if this will make you feel better, but he told, I, I believe it was either his editor or like his number two guy, like the ending in case something happened to him. So, okay, good. His right hand man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the next one, brother. All right, so coming at number six with an estimated net worth of 40 to 56 million. So we're starting to get pretty high up here, man. We got Taite Kubo, who is the mangaka of Bleach, as well as Burn the Witch. Damn, bro. We were just talking about this in 
in the Discord. Um, Bleach, one of my f- most favorite anime of all time. Um, just finished actually watching the second part of the Thousand Year Blood Blood War arc. Still insane. I mean, the the anime has been going on for close to twenty years ish, uh, right? Like fifteen years ish, I would say. About yeah. and you know, it's it's one if it's one of the cemented ones like Naruto, One Piece. It's literally part part of the big three. So him being this high, I mean, first of all, is no surprise, and second of all. Very well deserved for for the amazing amazing piece of work that he brought brought to us. Right, no, it's it's actually pretty crazy. Like, I feel like out of the big three, this is one of the least talked about ones. But it's above Naruto. It's almost double. Like his net worth is almost double what Naruto is. I don't know if you want to see like the, which franchise is bigger. I honestly don't know. This is just their specific net worth. But this is still impressive nonetheless. Is Bleach bigger in Japan than Naruto? I don't know. I'm not sure. I probably because because I feel like when I talk to somebody from Japan or when I read articles that's more generalized, like not like specific locations, it's it's always like kind of downplaying Naruto. And I wonder if that's just because it's a huge thing here in the West. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the fact that he has two times as much as you know the owner of I mean the creator of Naruto is kind of insane to me because Naruto over here at least, is way bigger than Bleach. Because yeah. I'm a huge Bleach fan, and finding Bleach fans compared to finding Naruto fans is like finding a needle in a haystack, bro. It's it's almost impossible. But I'm glad, you know, he gets the recognition he deserves, and bro, mad respect to my guy. Alright, I got another fire one for you next, for the next one. So, it? Coming in at number five with an estimated net worth of 45 to 46 million dollars, we got Hajime Isayama, one of the only guys that you know by name, and that is the creator and writer of Attack on Titan. I mean, bro, we just ended one of the best uh, anime series of all time. Heartfelt ending. I love the ending. I know most people didn't. I don't know why. I honestly do not understand why. Because it made so much sense to me. Uh, the only thing that I could say is that he didn't get the traditional uh, anime ending, you know, ha- happily ever after. Uh, he was, you know, the scapegoat of the world. And I think it was just such a good Attack on Titan type of ending. Like, Attack on Titan has been that type of show since the beginning. It's been full of uh, death, full of war, full of hatred since huh. the beginning. And this was, like, the perfect way to end it. Firstly, I want to thank my boy, uh, Hajime Isayama, for making such uh, amazing content for the past 10 years, bringing us literally joy, sad- sadness, and all types of emotions going through AOT, giving us one of the best and most complex stories ever told. Like, this, I, I could just go on and on of glazing this dude, but he deserves exactly what he's gotten and uh, much, much more. Now, major respect to the guy. I believe he brought this manga originally to Shonen Jump and they rejected him. I believe they told him that this wasn't going to cut it. This wasn't going to be like popular. Then he obviously brought it over to Shueisha where it popped off. So shout out to my boy because, I mean, it's one of the highest selling anime manga of all time. It's one of the most popular of all time. It's one of the most like like it's literally a trendsetter. It's it's crazy. Like, you know, there's so many different enemy out there that are trying to copy the same type of vibe AOT gives off. And man, this dude is worth every penny, if not more, 
So congrats to him for having such a huge net worth. And yeah, I mean, definitely one of the best series of all time. I mean, it's also so like culturally relevant as in, I think so many people got into anime because of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Like I have friends, some friends that only watch Attack on Titan. They don't even watch anime, but they'll watch Attack on Titan just because it's firstly that good. And secondly, like it's an anime that doesn't follow normal anime tropes of like good uh, main character being good guy, um, just saving uh, people from villains, not too much death. Uh, one single death really signifies uh, like in normal animates when one person dies, it's kind of crazy. But but in AOT, people die so regular regularly that like they made it um, like th- that's part of the show, and we appreciate every single like aspect of it. Hundred percent, man. All right, y'all. Let's get into the next one. So coming in at number four, this one might shock you, Owen, but. We got an estimated net worth of $50 million. It is Gosho Ayama, and he is the creator and manga of Detective Conan. Damn, bro. How many people watching Detective Conan out here? Holy so, shit. This might be a longevity thing, too. I do know that this series is pretty popular. I, I know that it has its movies. Obviously, there's certain movies. Like, My Hero has way more movies, and it's obviously more watched. But the thing with Detective Conan is... This dude is, I don't want to say he's on par with Oda because that, nah, that's just a lie, bro. But he's definitely one of the closest colleagues to Oda because they both started the series around the same time. I believe the anime for De- Detective Conan is just a little bit longer than One Piece at this point. Um, and I do know that they mutually respect each other because there was like about a year ago, I think, or maybe it was a year or two ago. They kind of collab, bro. Like They're like, you know, you don't see two big dogs like this collab it's like bloods and crips bro like it was just like you know obviously they'd be beefing with each other because like you know two big series but they had the respect bro i thought that was pretty cool so this dude being up here at number four with 50 million dollars in his pocket is fire man i respect that yeah i mean well deserved i haven't watched detective conan um to be honest Mm -hmm. i've already you know committed my 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 life to one piece (laughs) when it comes to like a very 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 long anime so I don't think I'm really uh going to watch Detective Detective Conan, but the fact that um you got something that can headbutt with One Piece is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, I I I would say it's it was probably a lot more um recognized in Japan because I don't really hear it too much out in the states. Yeah, same. But yeah. the fact that the first of all we got the longevity factor of twenty plus years it's been going on, and then secondly, um. I don't know the climate of Japan, but I'm just, I'm just assuming this, that most of Japan probably watches Detective Conan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prob- I mean, probably, like, a detective series. I don't know if that would... I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't even given this one a shot. I don't think I ever will just because it's so long, which is funny because we say the same shit about One Piece, but... No, 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 we do, but, like, One Piece, it's not only <laughs> me saying this. It's literally everybody saying this. It's every One Piece fan saying this. I swear to God, if more Detective Conan fans... To- if even one Detective Conan fan told me to watch Detective Conan because it's so good and, like, they rave about it just like I rave about One Piece and they had the same intensity as I do about One Piece then yeah, maybe I'll give it a try. But the thing is, I've not met a per- singular person that has the same drive, intensity, and energy as I do or ha- or the rest of the people do for One Piece. But yeah, that's yeah. just my two cents. 
hey, if you're a uh, Detective Conan fan, hit us up, join our Discord, and let us know. Because I ain't gonna lie, I don't think I've ever met another fan of Detective Conan either. So definitely let us know in our Discord again. Yeah, like, yo, yeah. like we didn't hear of any Detective Conan fans, but it's still one of the best, and he's still one of the most paid, right. which just shows you like. First of all, he has a low-key fan base. And secondly, I would assume most of his fan base is in Japan. Or like or global, like outside of Japan. Yeah. But not in the US too much. Alright, yeah, let's get into the next one. We're at the top three now. So coming in at number three with an estimated net worth of $55 million, we got Akira Toriyama. He is the creator of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Sandland, and yeah, I mean, bro, like, what else is there to say about this guy? He's, like, literally one of the founding fathers of modern shonen, jump, shonen anime. Like, we all see that picture where it's, like, Ichigo, Luffy, and Naruto, and, like, the sensei's Goku. <laughs> we all see that. So, like, obviously, he's, like, the forefather of, like, pop and series. So, shout out to this guy, 55 million. Insane. I mean, Dragon Ball in general, bro, is one of the biggest... Uh anime um in, in even in the states and i would definitely assume that globally it's it's just as big i'd even watch um dragon ball like that i watched a couple episodes here and there whenever it would show up on tv and i had a a um goku action figure i talked about this uh you know in a previous pod but yeah like when it comes to merch bro dragon ball does it first of all the most and the best like there's so many people with with that orange outfit you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah the that, jumpsuit type thing yeah yeah either the orange outfit or they'll have like physical dragon balls yeah. um the, the goku hair wig it's it's like bro there's so many things um just so many like pieces of merch that dragon ball has or like licenses and it's 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 kind of crazy but the fact is the show itself was the reason why there's so much merch of it everybody loves the show um if you ask most people about anime, the first thing that they'll either say is Kamehameha or Dragon Ball Z. It's like everyone knows Kamehameha. Yeah, that's facts. That's one of the the most, if not the most, trending sound that has ever came out of anime. Like even over nine thousand, bro. That came from Dragon Ball, and every and it's like an internet term now. It's not even like a Dragon Ball term anymore. That's how that's how culturally relevant it got. Even like, oh, this dude's going super saiyan when he's going crazy, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, obviously we have the long, longevity factor. You know, Dragon Ball's been going on for a very, very long time. But we also have the factor that this show was just one of the best shows ever created. So, right. yeah, good uh, props to the author and well, well-deserved spot for number four. Yeah, honestly, I think that his net worth should definitely be a lot higher. I don't really know the exact ratio how things work. Um, I mean, Dragon Ball has had some of the best movies of all time. There's so many spinoffs. He's he's behind the scenes of a uh, like Dragon Ball Super, which he, I don't think he's directly writing either, which is honestly kind of crazy. And again, he has so many different projects, side projects, things that he's involved in. So I don't know, Ben. Maybe I I don't even know if this is accurate or not. But damn, bro. I don't know, man. Fifty-five seems kind of low, but you yeah, honestly. And the dude is it. The Goku's in Fortnite, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. Like, bro. I think I think the number might be a bit skewed, but not nonetheless, still, you know, this dude is one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into the next one. Yep. 
All right, so coming in at number two, we got Rumiko Takahashi with an estimated net worth of $67 million. She is the author and mangaka of Inuyasha and Ranma Half. Damn, bro, number two, and I don't, like, okay, so I watched Inuyasha, like, the first episode. I, I was just trying to watch something quickly at that time, or else I probably would have stayed with it, because that was just when I was in the middle of watching a ton of other anime, so I didn't get to really go past the first episode. Yeah. But firstly, Inuyasha, very old anime, longevity definitely plays a factor, but also, you know, uh, Inuyasha is on Netflix, so that also plays a factor, you know, I'm, I'm, I would never heard of Inuyasha. If it wasn't for Netflix. So, I mean, that goes to show how well-known of a show it is, basically. Dude, just based off of some of my own experiences when I was younger, I obviously right now, I don't, I haven't watched any of these like that I remember. But I remember these series. And it's not the Mandela effect. Like, I actually remember these series. Because I used to go to the library and check out random-ass movies. And I wouldn't understand. Okay, first of all, I don't even understand fucking Japanese. I would just check it out because it would remind, like, I love Dragon Ball, so it just reminded me of Dragon Ball, and I would just watch that shit. Um, in my mom's car, she used to have um, there was like a TV that came out the top, and we'd put the disc in there. Um, so yeah, I, I used to do that. Yeah, and I'd be watching Rod Mahaf or Inuyasha, and I don't remember anything, like a single word of dialogue, but I just remember watching these series. I, I wonder if, like, in the older generation before us, like. This was the series. This is like the big three. You know, like we have the big three nowadays and we're the new gen now. I feel like this Inuyasha and Ranma half and maybe Dragon Ball and maybe some other series were, were really what's up back then. So I don't know, man. I feel like for this, for her to be worth 60 to 70 million now, I wonder if like it's delayed grat- like gratification with her series popping off later on or if she was just that good back then you know what i mean because let's be honest nobody really talks about these series nowadays so i wonder what it is i think also another factor can be with the longevity of a lot of these shows yeah also like 20 years back we didn't have this much content so people that were watching Mm. you know 20 years back were watching all of these 10 anime or whatever that that we just listed um 20 years 20 years ago because there was nothing else to watch um i mean that's another theory i have in terms of you know why it's so popular but generally if an anime can go on for this long and it's she has made multiple anime not just one that have popped off that that just goes to show you how good of an author she is and how how uh, well deserving of the of the money she is but yeah let's get into number one bro Alright, you ready for this, bro? Yeah, I'm ready for this. Right. <laughs> Coming in at number one with an estimated net worth of one billion dollars. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. I gotta go grab something. Alright, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Coming in at number one with an estimated net worth of one billion dollars, we got Hiromashima, the creator of Fairy Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I pulled out the One Piece manga for this one. Fucking... I pulled out the One Piece manga. Yo, uh, the dress. Yo, let, let me backtrack here, bro. I'm just playing, bro. But for real, bro, where my boy Hero at, bro? That boy is a monster. I don't, how he's not on this list? That's all I'm going to say. All right, all right. All jokes aside. Coming in at number one with an estimated net worth of 200 to $230 million, we got Ichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece. I mean, bro, 
Should I start or what, bro? Because I'm not gonna end. I have a copy. My my cousin actually got this from Japan, bro. In Japanese, I don't understand a lick of what's going on here. But bro, this is my most prized anime possession. Straight off. Um, I mean, yo, Oda. Everyone knows Oda. In the states or in Japan, regardless, if you watch anime, you have either heard of Oda or heard of um. One Piece, right? One of the best shows ever, like LeBron. It's been going on for 20-something years and has been dominating the league since it came out. Um, I, You can't meet any other fan base that's as crazy as One Piece fans. We will literally hunt you down until you watch the show. Um, the show is... It's, it's, a, it's a masterpiece when it comes to storyline. It's a masterpiece when it comes to world-building characters animation anything you name it one thing is a pacing but that's a whole different story right um but well deserved i mean oda been he's been a machine like this dude has been a machine for the past 20 years even even till now he's still writing each and every single page of the manga that's still going on and even last week uh we were discussing this he didn't get to finish the manga because of, of how sad it got so that just shows how much emotion he himself puts into the his work that he couldn't finish it because he was that um sad because it was a very sad episode. Obviously, I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody. I Loki, I don't even know because I'm not a manga reader. Um, but yeah, generally I could go on days and days glazing my boy Odo. But yo. Take it from here, bro, before I start my rant. I'm dead. I feel like One Piece has the, like, first of all, Oda has the whole package here when it comes to his series One Piece. There's the longevity factor that we were talking about where, you know, 20 plus years. It's got the manga sales where obviously One Piece is number one. We covered this in the last pod, the news pod, where it had something like 550 million copies. And if you guys remember earlier in the pod, we were going crazy over the 250 combined between, uh, um, slam dunk and vegabond at 250 and then we're like yo naruto got 250 but yo 550 that's just unreal man we even we covered this in the last pod man there were not even 15 series that had 100 million copies sold so 560 just absolutely insane again the longevity factor worldwide mass appeal i mean one piece is popular everywhere not just japan but also in the United States and pretty much everywhere worldwide. We've seen the memes, you know, One Piece flags being uh, thrown out there during protests, man. Uh, that was crazy, bro. Shout out crazy. my dude. Shout out my dude for that, bro. That um, was crazy. And obviously we just had the Macy's Parade where the One Piece flag was, I mean, the One Piece mascot, Luffy, was literally, I think that was the most talked about um blue in the entire parade i know people will literally pull up just to see luffy which is absolutely insane and i mean there's really not much else to say i mean the there's there's movies there's games i don't know if it's the most popular games but there are games for one piece and the live number, action live action is popping off like what is there not like for one piece to be number one at you know what i mean like there's like it's set up to be number one for Oda to be the most successful, the richest manga of all time. So I mean, yeah, I mean this. I think we all knew this as soon as stuff like as soon as we started this, we already knew that Oda was gonna be number one. I mean, merch wise, bro. Even 
everybody got some type of One Piece merch, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't even wear anime merch like that, and I got One Piece merch, bro. Like, One Piece is just goaded, bro. And anyone who wants to disagree with me, come to the Discord, and we're going to have a fight, okay? Yo, real talk, bro, while you're going on, bro, I I looked it up, bro. My boy Hiro Mashima, creator of Fairy Tale, I didn't see him on the list, bro. So I looked that shit up, bro. He got 20 million, bro. Now that's respectable. That's like right underneath Fairy Tale. I mean, uh, Naruto. Wait, so why isn't he on this list? I, I don't know, bro, but I looked it up. I know he got Fairy Tale, Rave Master, Eden Zero, Dead Rock. He got Mad Series, bro. <laughs> I, I had to put some respect on my boy's name, bro. Nah, I was not going to lie. My man went out and did some research to see <laughs> to see how good the Fairy Tale Manga did, bro. My man, he is a Fairy Tale super Bro, fan. the disrespect is insane, bro. You know, honestly, it isn't. The disrespect is honestly insane, but I don't mind the list the way it is, bro. Yeah, but he's not, he's not touching Oda, bro. Oda is just built different, bro. Like, Oda is why is he wired differently than any other human I've ever seen? The fact that, the fact that, first of all, there's still so many um, holes in the show that we don't know about, as in, like, the, the, like this, yeah, I don't really want to spoil stuff, but bro, I'm about to start spoiling stuff. Like, all I'm gonna say is he connects things from 1999 to 2023 and back and forth. Like, it's insane, bro. Just watch the show. If you have already watched the show, I already know you love the show, so you don't even got to tell me that. If you haven't watched the show, go watch it. You're missing out. I don't know what you're doing. And thirdly, if you don't like the show, you're probably in the 1% that doesn't like the show, and then. From there, it's either you haven't watched the show and you're just talking shit, because that's what a lot of people do. They just talk shit about One Piece, but they never watched One Piece. So it's like, what? Like, that makes no sense. Your your, your opinion is not valid. Secondly, for the people that have watched the show and don't like it, which is, honestly, I've never heard of someone that has watched the show and and, and hates it. I never came across somebody like that. So if you are somebody like that, join the Discord. We'll have a chat. So, One Piece is still going on, and he's sitting at almost a quarter billion dollars. I wonder by the time it's all said and done, if you'd hit the billion dollar mark. Like I don't know. I looked it up right now. There's according to this um random ass website that I found the first search on Google in 2022. There's 3,194 billionaires. I wonder if he's gonna get on that list. I don't know, man. I don't want to overhype it. Quarter billion is. I mean, he has three to four times that amount left to go. But I don't know. I don't even think he cares about money like that. But I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting argument. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Uh, okay, so I think if there's any manga game that's going to do it, it's Oda. Okay, yeah. Um, Firstly. And secondly, I think he deserves the one billion right now. But... <laughs> oh, the fact is we still got a couple more years uh, of One Piece. And also, once One Piece you know, ends fully, that doesn't mean that his revenue is going to stop. This is something that is ingrained in history till he lives. Like, even after he lives. I'm yeah. saying he, you can't collect revenue after you're dead, but until he's dead, he's going to make money off of One Piece. That's whether true. that be licensing, whether that be the show, the the manga, live actions, movies, spin-offs. Uh, merch, spinoffs, whatever. This is a series that's been going on for 20 years, uh, 20 plus years, and it's been number one for 20 plus years, so... It deserves that spot. If anyone's gonna make it to a billion, it's gonna be my boy Oda. I think, I think, bro, this dude has done so much work that he deserves to be a billionaire right now. But yeah, 
man i kind of want to see it because that would be that would actually be insane for somebody to write a story and be worth that much but yeah i think we're gonna leave it on that man no wait, well, one one last thing one last okay. thing who deserves to be a billionaire more Kylie jenner yoda bro like tell me that please tell me that bro that's all i'm gonna say those are my final statements anyway take us out bro all right, yo, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Adam Plus. We release episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you guys stick around. A link to our Discord will be available in the description. We want to ch- chat with you guys. We want to hang out. Uh, the Discord has actually been growing really fast, so it's it's been fun with all you guys, especially the new guys joining. It's, it's been really fun. We have a lot of cool topics and of discussion in there, um, like this one, for example. What do you say, Kylie Jenner or Kendall? Yeah, it's like Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Kylie versus Oda, bro. I feel like that's going to be the next topic of discussion. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's going to be it for this episode. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Enemy Plus. Peace. Peace.